Hello, and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. So this week has been all about body stuff. I did a three-part series uh, about stop being foods bitch, and it was freaking phenomenal. I have to say, it is to date, the best series that I have done. And you know what? I'm going to toot my own horn and say I do a lot of amazing stuff. And so for this one to be the best so far, totally mind blowing. And that wasn't just for me. That was for many of the people who are a part of it who actually said that initially. That really got me to look at that and go, it truly, truly is. Anyway, What I wanted to talk about was actually uh, a part of a conversation that we had on one of those calls because it's so, it's so, it's so, (laughs) it's so. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So are you superior bitching your body? Yep. So superior bitch or superior bastard, depending on uh, how you like to see yourself, is a phrase that I learned actually in Access Consciousness. I'm not sure if it's talked about elsewhere, but that is where I learned it. And what I also recognized when I found out about it was that I am a superior bitch of magnitude. And at this point, so nine years later, I'm actually totally okay with that. Now, when I initially kind of came up and I looked at what it was and and all of that, I really wasn't okay with it. I was horrified. So let me explain first what a superior bitch or superior bastard is. It's where we make a choice for someone else or something else. So in this case, because we're talking about our bodies, are you superior bitching your body Are you making choices for your body that ultimately should be your body? (sighs) Yeah, right? Like how often do you decide what to eat and decide, let me rephrase that, decide what to eat based on the crazy on the planet. What is healthy? What is unhealthy? What is good? What is bad? Now, if you notice... Those are all judgment words. So if we're really willing to commune with our bodies, co-create with our bodies, then they have a voice of their own. In fact, everything around us and everyone around us has a consciousness of its own. So it really is a huge gift and a huge capacity that we have to be able to commune with everything, if we would like to. And what I found when I started communing with my sweet body was that she actually had a lot to say. She actually had a lot of her own wishes and desires and choices and things that were very different from what I thought she would choose to be. And one of the questions, how this came up on on the call, was one of the participants said, basically, can we override our body? If our body says it would like to look a certain way, so let's say your body says it would like to be um, a size 12 with extra... um, 
extra thickness around the thighs. Let's say that's what your body asked for. What she was asking me was, can we say, hey body? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not doing that. And I, I mean, I laughed and I, I realized and recognized how much I had asked that question over and over and over of myself because how many points of views do we have of what our body should look like and should be like? And maybe it's not even a look thing for you. Maybe yours is more how your body's operating. Maybe there's some dis-ease or there's something else going on that, that you think your body shouldn't be choosing. And you want to look at that. And, and so what I said to the, to the group was, when we do that, like when we force, in a sense, our point of view, what we're doing, of course, is the superior bitching, superior bastarding, but it's actually this huge lie because do you truly, truly, as the infinite being you truly be, do you actually have a point of view about what your body looks like? No, you don't. You actually don't. Your body has a preference, yes. You as the infinite being could give a flying fuck what your body looks like from, from an infinite being standpoint. It's just that the thing is, when we're judging our bodies, when we're thinking it should be different, when we're saying it has to change from, from that judgment energy, that is actually from a finite being. You're not actually being you when you're that, in that space. And so that's what I was inviting the group to look at is like, look at the points of views you have. And in my story, and I've told it a billion times, and I'll probably tell it a billion more times. But, you know, if I go to the doctor and I look at the chart on their wall for my height, which I'm not quite five five one, um, I often say five foot fuck all, uh, I should be about 120 pounds. And I'm not. <laughs> so in my head for for years and years and years, what I had kind of decided that would be was about a size six. Now I have no clue or not, it doesn't matter. But that's what in my head I had decided. So every time I would look in the mirror, and I would see not size six, which was honestly every day. Maybe when I was six, I was a size six. I'm not sure, but I've never been it in my teenage, teenage or adult life. Uh, you know, and I was never that. So when I look in the mirror, then there was all this judgment and all this wrongness and all of what, how I'd failed and all the problems and all the crazy. But that actually, when I actually asked my body and all you do, now, you might need to wait until this whole lockdown thing is done, um, is go into a public place where there's a lot of people and ask your body to show you. Hey, body, show me what you would like to look like. Just show me. So I did that. It was actually my very first foundation class. It was September of 2011. I remember some things really well. And she had talked about it. The facilitator talked about it in the morning. So when I went to lunch that day, I actually went by myself on purpose because I wanted to really just be with me and my body and be present with the body that my body showed me. Now, remember, I'm still operating from, I need to be a size six, okay? So this was, you know, still in 2011, that was, that was where I was operating. 
and still nowhere near a size six might I mention. And <laughs> what shocked me was the woman that my body said yes to was I would guess like a size 14. And I was shocked, honestly shocked because one, it wasn't a size six. It didn't match all of my crazy, all of my decisions, all of my judgments, all of the doctor's judgments, all of society. It didn't match any of it. It was, it was where my body just went, ah, yes. Now that size I had been many times. So I thought that was really interesting from that spaciousness of like, what would you like to look like body? Not what should we look like body? <laughs> what, what does this, you know, the, the poster at the doctor's office say we should look like? No, what would you like to look like body? Now from that, I had a lot of my own clearing to do around that size six. I would be healthy. I would be, um, I would be right. If I was a size six, I would finally be right. Um, which I mean, of course is not true either. So I cleared those. I used the access consciousness clearing statement, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds, whenever I had stuff come up around that. And also I would use the interesting point of view tool that I love and use all the time, which is just if I had a thought come up of, oh, I have to be a size six to be healthy. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. The other way I would use that same tool, it's interesting point of view, they have that point of view. Because honestly, there have been a lot of people <laughs> over the years project onto me what I should look like, what my body size should be. And I have done that to others too. And so really recognizing when you're either receiving the projections or you're projecting, make sure to clear those so that you don't stick yourself or stick other people with that crazy. And, and so just allowing my body to choose what she looked like and having the spaciousness and the, ah, the ease with that and then clearing what did come up and then allowing everything else, like truly everything else from what you eat, what you drink, who you eat, <laughs> when you eat, uh, what you, what you, where you fly on the airplane, what sort of car you drive, like everything that has to do with your body, let your body have a voice with. Now it doesn't mean that you're going to swap it out where you've maybe been the superior bitch forever. And now you're going to say, Oh, now my body's going to be bossy to me. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about at all. This actually is a co-creation with your body, a co-creation you and your body as best friends, where you get to co-create what your body is asking for. And so if you, you know, and this is what I went on to explain to the group, once I talked about, you know, we don't have points of view, what our body would look like, and there might be more information. And so in my very first seven day with Gary and Dane in Costa Rica, it was October of 2012. There was a woman there who was asking them about changing her body about losing weight. And as she said to Gary, I'd really like to be uh, skinnier and have less weight, whatever her wording was. 
And Gary said, truth, do you desire to weigh less? And she got a no, and she really tried to make it a yes. Like she really, you could tell she was really struggling with it because it, it went away, it went against everything in her world. But her awareness was like, it was a no, no, I don't desire that. And as I still do in class, and I did back then, is that when I'm in a class like that, and they're facilitating somebody on, on a subject that I've got something similar, I ask myself the questions as Gary or Dane are asking the person. So when he asked her that, I asked myself that, and I got a no. And I was like, what? What? How can this be? And so they continued on facilitating with her. And I don't remember the exact specifics. I think I was a little bit caught up in my own stuff, but I was really kind of in that space of curiosity. What I became aware of was I actually had points of views about having less weight and what that might mean and what might happen if, you know, say other people, other men became interested in me or like all of this, I, I would say crazy, but not maybe that crazy based on, you know, stuff that's occurred years and years ago, but also some crazy energies with it. So if you get something from your body, if your body says, you know, maybe that sort of situation says, no, I don't want to change at all. You can ask more questions. It's not about your body bossing you around. You do get a say. You do get to co-create. But if you know that you've got the point of view, you should be a size six because. And it doesn't matter what you put behind that because. Anytime we've got a because, we're actually doing it from this conclusion energy. Because that's not a question. I need to be a size six because it's healthy. There is no question in that. So you do want to be really present with yourself. You also want to be really, really honest with you. And that's to me what all self-facilitation is about, is the level of honesty. So if you know that you're not willing to be honest with you, then just tell yourself that. Just be like, hey, you know what? I'm on to me. I'm on to the fact that I don't always tell myself the truth. I'm on to the fact that I lie to me. I'm on to the fact that this reality is, is more important to me right now than creating my own reality. Like whatever it is, like just be honest with you. Make it light, make it playful. Chances are you'll have more ease with being honest with you. Um, and then if that's the case and you'd really like to change something, that might be where you want to get some facilitation. Because when you have the facilitation you can't actually lie to you. And this is why I love facilitating myself and other people, of course, and love getting facilitated, is that no matter what, when you're in the presence of someone else and they're asking you questions, you can't lie. You'll try. <laughs> but both you and the facilitator will know what's going on. So this is, you know, one of the biggest pieces of, of going hashtag get your butt to foundation is attending a foundation class because you have four days of asking questions. You have four days of facilitation where you can get to that place with you. So of course, I've got an online one coming up here, which means you join me from anywhere in the world, the comfort of your home. Uh, and it is May 21st to the 24th. 
And, you know, I'm not sure that there will be another online one. It really depends what they do with these travel restrictions. If they keep the travel restrictions in place, then, then access may um, extend the us being able to do online foundation. But if they don't, then they'll go back to being just in person only. So I don't have one booked in June. Right now we, we have until the end of June to do online classes online foundation, sorry. Uh, and, and I don't have one booked in June. So this may be the last one and they may extend it. Who knows? Just be in your awareness with that. Um, but that is, that is such a huge gift is if you're not willing to be honest with you, tell yourself that, and then get somebody, get a facilitator and, and get the clarity for yourself so you can change this stuff. And if you're willing to be honest with you, oh my gosh, I mean, change can be so quick because, you can, you can be honest with you in that moment when you're asking. And if it's a no, or if your body's saying no, thank you, then you can have that. And you're like, okay, cool. And if you have points of views about whatever your body's asking for, start utilizing interesting point of view. I have that point of view or just run the clearing statement to change it so that you can have the infinite awareness. Cause this is what it comes down to when you're communing with your body is the infinite awareness. You've got to be willing to go beyond the, what I call the DJCC's pissers and RJs, which is the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, refined judgments, uh, which is all the crazy we've got up. You know, so all of the stuff where when I used to have the point of view, I had to be a size six. That's all, that's all the DJCC's pissers and RJs. I have to be a size six because. So once we can go beyond those, then we can hear what our body is asking for. If our body is asking for a hamburger, we can actually hear that. But if we have the point of view that a hamburger is unhealthy and we should only eat salad, you won't even hear when your body is asking for a hamburger. Yeah. So all of the DJCC's pissers and RJs that you've been using to superior bitch your body, will you destroy and uncreate them all and return them to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put box shorts, boys and beyonds. And so it really is about bringing your body to, in a sense, bringing your body to the table. Like start having conversations with your body about what your body would like. And it's, to me, it's so amazing. Once you include your body, the other thing that I did was I gave her permission to be really loud with me. Like if she needed to take over so that if I'm not being aware about something or I'm being silly about something or I'm operating from a point of view, then she has my permission to override me. Now, it took me a while to get there. When I first learned about all of this, I mean, I didn't even give her permission to be loud because I was afraid of what that might look like. Uh, and I remembered Gary talking about how when he did that with his body, what he said to his body, if I remember the exact words correctly, I'm not sure, but you'll get the energy of it, is that he would often find that he would overeat. So what he said to his body is like, hey, body, if I overeat, stop me in whatever way you would like. And then he was at this really fancy restaurant with a lot of friends. And I do not believe they were access friends. Uh, I believe this was back when he lived in Santa Barbara. And <laughs> he ate a bite more than his body asked for. And then proceeded to puke on the table. <laughs> so <laughs> I've always said to my body, be loud, override me, but never that. Because <laughs> that's I'm not interested in that.
And, and she is, she is so loud. She does override me. There's also so many things that I actually thought that my body would, would have a point of view about that she actually doesn't. And there's so many more foods that she asks to eat and what this reality might call unhealthy or wrong or fattening or whatever that she asks to eat. So I also really had to clear my points of view is that I knew what my body would ask for because I was basing that on all the diets and the diet books and the diet information I had of 30 plus years of dieting. And what I know now is none of that is true. The only thing your body is asking for is you to include it in the choices that have to do with it, which is pretty much every choice. And then you, at least in my case, I was shocked often with what she asked for. In fact, I was sharing with the with the group how I had went out to lunch with a gal. Uh, this was, oh, I don't know, probably five or six years ago. And the gal I'd went out to lunch with had um, just this amazing, beautiful body and appropriate and right body from this reality. And so I went straight to ordering a salad because that's what you should do as an overweight person having lunch with a perfect body person. I do. I know the judgment in that and I'm just sharing where I was at with it. So her body's perfect. My body's not. I order a salad because that's what I have to do because that's what you're supposed to do. It's the right thing to do. And what the waiter brought me was a hamburger and French fries. And it was so funny to me because I'm like looking at the waiter, like with this really quizzical look, like what? And they're acting like it was what I'd ordered. And so I knew enough, I'd been using the tools long enough to know to ask my body before I sent it back, ask my body, hey body, is this what you would like to eat? And I got a hell yes. So ate it, loved it. And when the bill came, I still was charged for the salad. So in everybody else's world, you know, it was, it was the way it was the salad and I got the salad and then I had the salad and then I paid for the salad and in my, it, it was totally different. And so really our bodies can gift us that if we're willing to ask, we're willing to be open to it. And of course I could have sent the salad back. That That's one choice that I had. Um, and I'm not sure maybe body would have resent a hamburger and french fries. I'm not sure what she would have done, uh, but just being willing to co-create and know that your body, oh, your sweet body is totally about co-creating with you and not, not forcing you to do things you don't want to do, not working harder or um, making you suffer or putting you through pain or it's none of that. It really is like just having a a built-in best friend that you get to co-create. The other thing that bodies, (laughs) because everything that we spend money on has to do with our body. So you could start asking your body to contribute Because if your body is asking to fly first class, you as a being don't need to fly first class. You as a being don't even need an airplane. So your body would like to fly first class, if she would. You could ask her, oh, thank you, body, for letting me know. What magic can we create together? What can you contribute to us buying that first class flight? 
Like get curious with her, get, get her involved, allow yourself to receive from your sweet body. Cause that's ultimately what it is. It's a gifting and a receiving with your body. Like never, ever, ever, ever before. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, you can still purchase the stop being foods bits, bitch series. And as per requested from that series, I'm actually putting together a series called changing your weight with your body. So that's another three part series coming up. And so if you buy both of them, uh, you will save $50 and, um, Yeah, how much fun can we have really communing and co-creating with our body? And how much more money can we actualize by being willing to gift and receive with our sweet bodies? (sighs) Yeah, yeah. So what energy, space, consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, and possibilities can you and your body be to be the infinite gifting and receiving with each other that you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, way to start and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpock shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, and just start, if this is a brand new area for you, just start really playful. Just, you know, before you eat your next meal, just ask your body, body, show me what you would like to eat. And you don't have to eat that thing. You could say to your body, I'm going to ask you what you would like here, but just so you know, this is a stretch for me, so I might not eat it, but let's just start with this baby step because that's what I had to do, guys. I had to start with the baby step because I had so many points of views about my body would never want anything I wanted. She would only want celery and lettuce. And I will tell you what, guys, that is not the truth, but that's where I started. So I baby stepped with her until I realized that 95% of the time, what I was going to have and what she asked for were the same thing. So another, (laughs) another mind blown moment, uh, in, in many, many moments with my sweet body, because there's been so much crazy that I've bought from this reality that isn't true. It just isn't true. So Have an awesome week, sweet friends, and you can find everything that I've talked about, of course, online. If you can't find it, send me a Facebook message, an email, uh, Instagram, however you want to reach out, and I'm happy to get you the link. All right, have a great week, guys. Look forward to chatting with you next week.